Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. Indigenous peoples need to be aware of the global trend, transition to the green economy and which minerals are important in the green energy transition so that they can ensure their right to free, prior and informed consent is fully respected and operationalized before any decision to do exploration for these minerals takes place on their lands and territories. Free, prior and informed consent is the right that is specific to indigenous peoples It is a unique right to give or withhold consent to all projects affecting our lands, territories, resources, cultural heritage, and more. FPIC does not equate to consultation. FPIC is both a procedural and a substantive right. We have talked about the principles of FPIC in the previous episode. So the first three principles of FPIC, free, prior, and informed, constitute the procedural aspect while the last principle of consent constitutes the substantive aspect of FPIC. With the increased use of renewable energy in new investments, the average amount of minerals needed for a new unit of power generation capacity has increased by 50% since 2010. Depending on technology, different mineral resources are used. Nickel, cobalt, lithium, Manganese and graphite are important minerals to ensure the optimum performance of batteries. To produce permanent magnets that are used for wind turbines and electric vehicles, rare earth elements are required. All electricity-related technologies are still in need of large amounts of copper. There are new opportunities as well as challenges that will be presented to corporations that produce minerals. At present, coal is widely used to produce electricity, but in the near future, this is set to change. Transition mineral mining is set to overtake coal production before 2040. Minerals and battery recycling can help reduce the primary demand for minerals. 25% for lithium, 35% for cobalt and nickel, and 55% for copper by 2040, according to the Institute for Sustainable Futures. A transition to zero emissions in transportation can occur in far less mining-intensive ways. Scaling up, recycling, reducing battery size, research into battery chemistries combined with investments in low-carbon public transit can cut the U.S. lithium demand for transport by 92% by 2050 according to Climate and Community Project and UC Davis. Transition minerals are being marketed as critical to the transition to a green economy. However, unless practices radically change, their mining perpetuates the same environmental and human rights abuses as fossil fuel extraction. Their framing as a green solution means it is more likely for their violations to go unchecked in mainstream conversations. The dominant narrative wants us to believe that these minerals are essential for a transition to a green economy, so they call them critical minerals. 
indigenous peoples and their allies have chosen to refer to them no other than transition minerals because we believe that it's the water, our land, and our children that are critical and their true north stars are the well-being of our people, human rights, justice, and equity at all times throughout the transition, and these principles are not negotiable. Finally, Mining without full and meaningful consultation with affected communities can ultimately result in a substantial material loss for companies. We believe that because of associated reputational and social risks, companies, especially in the EV industry and their investors and suppliers, mainly because of the kind of clients that buy these electric vehicles, it has become accessible for us as indigenous activists to meet with investors and companies directly and lay out these risks that these companies may encounter if they do not respect the rights of indigenous peoples and reputation risks can and will lead to financial, political and human rights risks. One very clear example is the Dakota Access Pipeline, where the project implementers failed to understand the developing social and reputational risks that subsequently manifested into intense social conflict and ultimately resulted in material loss of over $12 billion. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure that you listen to all five episodes. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook, Twitter, and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify.